When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with... Co-host, Catherine Brandt. JB. Melissa Kirk. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Hour two. Joe Cocozella will join us at some point I in this hour. name. Joe Cocozella. <laughs> yes. Sounds like a nice good Sicilian boy. Based on the spelling, it should be Cocozello. Cocozello, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it should be Cocozello, but nobody pronounced like that in America. No. <laughs> they just don't. Except for Andy. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Now, little Ray Charles. Somebody's trying to cheer me up today. Another one of my heroes, Ray Charles. I love Ray. Oh, I do too. Just don't I'm snapping like fun. So, why <laughs> was his name Ray Charles? Does anybody know why his name is Ray Charles? Because there was a... Never his real name is what? Ray Robinson? Yep. Smokey Robinson? There was Sugar Ray Robinson. Oh. A boxer. That's why he changed his name to his first two names, Ray Charles. Ray Charles Robinson is his real name. Your vast wealth of knowledge is impressive. You damn right. <laughs> yeah, see, my, I grew up on this music. You threw up on the music? No, I grew up on oh, it. Oh, you grew up on it. <laughs> I thought you said threw up, too. I did. No, I that's what, you're, threw up that's what your shirt pocket's for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Cassie threw up in my shirt pocket during like, the break. Like Fawn did. Yeah, I, re- I refuse to pick up any kid younger than, like, two Oh, you're so weird. Or else they'll throw up all over you. They don't either. Well, then you can just put on. Mean to all children. That's why you just make sure you have a throw-up towel every time you pick them up. With my kids, I just wore a drop cloth all the time. (laughs) 
artist smock. An artist smock. Well, yeah. I wonder why mothers don't use like barber, barber yeah. things. Well, I mean, That's a good I have, you know, I had all boys. So I had to learn how, like, when I'm changing a diaper yeah. <laughs> to put oh, a yeah. shield lay up something and, on, yeah. I mean, I've had so thing. many yep. body fluids on me, and <laughs> it's, you know, but it's all fun. It's, it's good for your immune system. Look how healthy you are. part of being a parent. I do remember it my is. grandma, Minnie, who was my mother's mother. I loved Minnie so much that when Tony was a baby, he peed in her face. <laughs> <laughs> she changed and was like, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. It's pee, pee in your face. That's, That's why you're supposed to, like, when you open the diaper for boys, you're supposed to just, like, yeah. leave it over until they're done. Right. It works. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a learning curve. Trust me, I know. I, I suppose it, that is true. It's a learning group. Yeah, my first one, I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I broke him from the hospital, bringing him home, because he was perfect in the hospital. And as soon as we got home, I don't know what happened. I Maybe they switched my kids or something. Oh, yeah. Because he would not stop crying. I'm like, and I looked at my mom. I said, Mom, I think he hates me. I don't know what's wrong. And I could not sleep. He would not. The only way he would sleep is if I'd hold him. Oh, here yeah, comes trouble. It's so. pretty normal. Rachel. Hey. Oh. How are you? Good. How are you? Marvelous. Things are good. Having me. You don't like to get up in the morning, do you? What's that? You don't like to get up in the morning. I've never cared for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's really overrated. Uh, it's, well, it was, it was phenomenal you could make it. We were, we were kind of missing you on the KQ morning show. and then they, started, they said it was optional, so I was like, oh, then I'll sleep, you know? <laughs> no, I understand. I don't know. 6 a.m., yeah. No, no, no. She would have been on probably like 8.30 or something. Still. I don't blame you. I wouldn't get up either. <laughs> I I don't ever leave my house. Uh, you know. Well, you've been on the morning show before. I I think I have, yeah. yeah and I don't go in to do that show. I just do it from my house. Because yeah. I'm not getting up that early to go into anyone. Not yeah, usually they just list my press, but they were like, this one, it's up to you. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll definitely sleep. Wait, should I put these on? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to. You could do that. I like that. This one is just optional. Lewis hates me now because I moved out of the building. I used to be in the same I building. I think it's just because they had me doing press all day, so they were probably just oh, like, yeah. oh, we'll let you sleep in since Are it's going to be. They're doing something else like at the club after this. Yeah. Are you doing anything? This TV? is my favorite. This is the where, This is you where I wish lie. to be. Here we go. That's a good lie. This is the one I want to marry. <laughs> Are you doing uh, TV as well? Uh, am I? No. No? No. Why didn't, I don't understand that. I really don't understand why TV, local television... They got nothing. I mean, they got the news, and that's about it, right? Yeah, and a whole bunch uh, of foolishness. What would they be? Yeah. I mean, you could just do like an afternoon entertainment kind of show, but with all the prep, I don't know how they would well, but I mean, really have, promote a comedian. Every channel's got like Twin Cities Today or shows. I mean, I do a lot of the morning show, like TV shows when I go around, and, and usually right. there's a lot of things happening, but it's all sort of amounts to nothingness. Yeah, there's like usually a lot of stations and running around and someone's cooking something, and mm. yeah, and then they, they run back and forth. I like to follow them to the stations. Good plan. Yeah, it's fun. Try things. Eat it. Eat like, you know, a new dish, a fun-loving taco. Why not? Rachel, I'll do is, anything. This is full disclosure. I'm going to tell Thank you. Thank you. Please, tell me everything. Full disclosure. Yes. That if I went and and did a comedy tour around the, com- the country, uh-huh. I would never do radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but most radio people are terrible. Well, they said people. nice things about you on the way over. Actually, Brandon. Yeah. Oh, well, we see, paid him. He's like, nice he's stuff. really nice, and he's not going to ask you like typical the uh, yeah, the things you get asked in every city. And yeah, oh. I mean, he said you were a you were a delight. You're lying now. No, this is true. <laughs> said delight? I so, said I, he said a series of things that amounted to a delight. Let's okay. turn the tables. So instead of, because I'm not going to do it. So you ask me the questions you hate to be asked. Because um, okay. I, I couldn't. This is one it. I get after almost every, this is one from audience members, not even from. from oh, uh, okay. But actually, radio sometimes they'll do it too. They'll be like, "I usually hate female comics, but oh, you're great." Oh Thank my you. god, it's the worst compliment ever. Yeah, just trade out my entire sex and be like, "You're the exception." I thought usually. I'd hate you before you got here, and I get I it don't. from women too. Like I get it from oh, other women. God. I'll be like, "Oh, I usually just can't stand a woman just running her 
Darn yeah. <laughs> no one needs any more of that. But you, y'all tolerate it. That's wonderful. Um, I do get that one a lot, yeah. And then it's just like, what's it like to be a woman? In co-? And it's funny how much people ask me what it's like to be a woman. It's just hard to answer that question. I mean, I've, yeah, that's all I've ever True. been. But yeah. didn't Joan Rivers change all of that? I mean, she really, after Joan Rivers, it was okay to be an attractive woman and be funny. I, I mean, love she, Joan Rivers. Oh, she was she so was cool. unbelievably great. We used to have her on. I've interviewed her a couple hundred times. I always think about her quote where she said, life goes by fast, relax. It's all funny. Just yeah. relax, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, it's the proper way to live. I loved her. Yeah, I mean, she I, was hysterical. I was probably your age when she first went on, like the Ed Sullivan show and all that stuff. And yeah. to look at it and go, this is a beautiful woman who's very, very funny. And I thought, how did that happen? Because it didn't happen before. It's usually a cocktail of pain or something else. That was- <laughs> <laughs> something was. went awry at some point, yeah. I'll ask you one really bizarre question that I'll move on, because Catherine and I were watching an old TV show last night. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Phyllis Diller felt, the, felt it necessary to kind of ugly herself up? She's a very pretty woman. I think a lot of women did that. You always yeah, like- yeah, they did. Yeah, you always put on like a Paula Poundstone blazer yeah. right yeah. before you went. You always had to. I, I blazer a lot. Yeah, I didn't, grab well, a blazer. You didn't want to be threatening. Oh, you, you think that's be, what it was? Yep, absolutely. Mom's Mabley. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's Mabley. She said yeah. one of the funniest yeah. things I've ever heard on the Johnny Carson show because she was sitting there, Mom's Mabley. You know who Mom's Mabley is. Yeah, right? of course. Okay, good. Because a lot of people don't know who she is anymore. Yeah. She's sitting on the dais on the Johnny Carson show. He goes, so. Uh, Moms, let me ask you a question. Now, being a man, I don't know what it's like. Uh, what's it like to have a baby? He says, oh, that's very easy to explain to you, Johnny. What I want you to do, and do this right now for me, grab your lower lip and pull it over your head. <laughs> I thought that was Carol Burnett for some reason. No, that was Moms Mabley. Okay. Carol Burnett's another person I just love. She's just terrific. And they, you know, they went through a lot. I'm trying not to say bad words. I'm very focused on that. Okay, well, they went through a lot. This is syndicated to radio. Yes, too, I'm yeah. being good. Good, 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 so good you're Jewish being girl. Good. good Jewish girl. But uh, really, I know that. Jewish. I didn't know that. Oh, Feinstein. Now I'm gonna try. I'm trying to make myself look more Irish. So I'm going with it. Oh, Feinstein. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, better showbiz name. Good movie. But uh, I know that, like, Joan Rivers went through, I mean, she went through, like, hell. You know, she just took a lot of nonsense. And I know Johnny Carson wasn't really that nice to her. He gave no. her a hard time. No, and right. Yeah, and I, I, like, I'll weep if someone says one mean thing. There's some guy named Mr. Twa Waffles that wrote, wrote a comment under my video that Mr. really hurt my feelings. Mr. Twa Waffles? Yeah, just, like, you'll, mm. anybody will write something on a video, and I'll, <laughs> I, I'll, yeah, I had a, I, speaking of tacos, I know I brought them up, so I'm not really, I'm kind of, like, called back to what I already said no, but i had a time. soft taco thrown at me once like i've what? had some troubling times a, a bottle that a, a bottle yes somebody also threw me a note at me that said go back to the kitchen but he took this time to write it. <laughs> go back. have you ever been in the kitchen if he saw it yes maybe I'm, he thought it's it not good funny. if he saw me in the kitchen he would no one's ever asked me to return from there no one although has ever yeah. seen me operate in a kitchen oh That's, feinstein i like that so have you been asked how long you've been a female comic um, <laughs> it's just like being an asshole. Pretty much, basically. <laughs> like I should have, I should have laughed quicker at that. But that's how ludicrous, like half of it is, you know. Well, Dude, it's but. just like uh, they would ask, like Randall Cunningham, how long he had been a black quarterback. Yeah, how long you been a black quarterback? <laughs> well, that's amazing. Oh my god. And a die job was a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was Trying to understand the question. You know, that's the, that's my wife sitting next to you there, and 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 I will tell you, honestly, God, I met her. She's eight years younger than I am, and what nail? I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but she's very beautiful. And I don't want you to make you feel unsafe, but very lovely. Thank you. I'll take a compliment. (laughs) Well, don't look at me like that. Well, I I was gazing at her too much, and I didn't want to be weird. I never thought I had a shot with her, so I understand what you're looking at. Yeah. Don't say yes. You don't have to agree with that. No, not that you didn't have a shot. I agree wholeheartedly. She's quite a beauty. She is is a beautiful. I was thinking she looks like an actress. But she's very funny, too. Yeah. She's got a great sense of Sometimes. Sometimes. I feel it. When you feel like being funny. You know, your first, that, that... comment that you made about you know listening to a woman yap have you ever seen that mar- marvelous miss Maisel thing the yes, show yes I that was her it. opening line on her on her show so it yeah. was like yeah what did she say if i 
I didn't come here to listen to a woman yap. I could have gone. Uh, I could have stayed home for that. That oh, was her right. joke. That's so funny that she said that on the show because I've had people say basically exactly yeah. that. And how long shows. ago was that supposed to be based? That in was at 50s. least fifties. Yeah. In the fifties. Yeah. Hasn't changed too much. No, so. I remember I was like, and I was uh, doing a road gig, and they lost my luggage. It was New Year's Eve. It was like a very oh, like God. aggressively lonely oh. night. It was like I was in Nebraska, and the club owner gave me like a University of Nebraska sweatshirt to wear on stage. So I was just. You know, on on stage, twelve o'clock, doing the New Year's thing, and the audience was really drunk, and they weren't really listening. And then, <laughs> and I was just alone in my dumb, oversized sweatshirt that belonged to someone else. Just like, why did I choose this life? And then, and then this this guy goes, I don't know why I even bother listening to this. It's the same kind of whining my wife does. Same kind of whining my wife. Yeah, well, not many times. I didn't feel like I was accent. whining. I thought I was telling some fun tales. I know. God, that's I've, all he heard. I've never known a Jew that had the southern accent. Really? Yeah, because you just went with it. Ma wife. Well, she was in Nebraska. Well, I, I don't know that he was a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was the only Jew in Nebraska. Well, I mean, but you did the, you did the accent perfectly. I just want oh, you to know. Oh, thank you. That. You just nailed it. I'm just telling you. Thank you so much. It's, it's a thrill. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I don't know. I don't know. Rachel, if I could put up with that. If somebody no. criticized me on stage, I would have to go down and punch him right in the face. No, you would not do well with I, that I would life. not do well. No. Look at Brad. He's he like, yeah, he would. couldn't do it. I, see, why do people think that's okay to do? You're working. Does people come to their job and go, you suck? It's it's kind of fascinating. Well, sometimes I think people um, they're just very they're so drunk that they actually don't know where they are. Oh, yeah. So they are wondering why I'm talking to them. Like I think they're that drunk sometimes. I've always wondered why they bother buying a show, a, a ticket, a ticket right. to go. See a comedian because they can get drunk probably cheaper. Yeah. Right. Because you have to pay for the show and your drinks. Yeah. So I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, I remember hearing this people on the way in. They're like, so these two girls, and they were like. So, like, um, how long are we going to pregame here at my show? Like, Why don't you just go to a bar to pregame? Exactly. Like, that's such a confusing plan. You should you have pregame before you came here, idiots. That would have been, been a wise decision. There's yeah. no doubt about that. I, I, I just, I've never understood that. I, well, Andy Kindler, you know Andy. Yes, he's hilarious. Andy I love Andy. A, I've known Andy for 25 years. He's a really good so friend. Funny. Last time we went to see him, and it was at Acme. Because he's going to be there next week, isn't he? Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah next week. I love Andy. He's, he's so guy. funny. He is a phenomenal human being, too. The only thing about Andy I will tell you is that now when I see him, because, <laughs> you know, some family members didn't do, aren't doing so well and all the rest of it. So he always comes and hugs me. And it's just this really cool thing. Because he oh. feels kind of at home, and it's he it's has really such nice. a good heart. Andy. He does. He's he like a truly, wonderful. truly good, good person. He Him is. and his wife always like travel together, and they're just a fun yeah. hang. And you could tell they're just good people. But you know? you'd never know on Twitter that he was a good guy. I know he goes <laughs> at people hard. <laughs> yeah, Andy you'd throws never down. He never I mentions that his wife is with him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I, honestly, got about ten years ago, we were going to meet for dinner uh-huh. before his show, so. I hit there, and it's about one minute after the hour, and Andy comes running through the front door, and he's covered in sweat. I said, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I was going to be late. I didn't want to be late. He's a sweet guy. I mean, he's just a one. I love him, but honest to God, he just, but last time, no, not last time. It was a couple, remember that guy yelled at him from the front row? Were you not Where, there? Oh, it asked me. People have done that all blends together. Oh my God! Yeah. So Andy's on stage, and you know how he does the deal with the with the uh, Red Bull. Yeah. Red Bull. You ever feel like killing yourself? Drink Red Bull. <laughs> so the guy sitting about as far away as she is, you know, because it act me, they're right yeah. by the stage. The guy goes, "Why don't you?" And Andy goes, "What?" He goes, "Why don't you kill yourself?" <laughs> and that's so a here's what Andy did. Hilarious retort. I went. Andy's. That's my son right there. Andy's Aww. godfather is an Irish guy, and he's 6'6", weighs about 340, and he's very big. He's a very big guy, right? So Andy starts doing this. He's looking for, for Fitz and me on the audience to Where protect him. Where are my him. bodyguards? Oh, my God. But they did a wonderful job with that guy. That guy was gone. It was wonderful. Yeah, I remember at some clubs they'll give you, like, a phrase to use, you know? Ooh, I like that. Somebody was like, if you want somebody kicked out, just say, can you get me a soda? And, of course... <laughs> 
Oh, God, we're running over. I just felt too dumb in the middle of my set stopping to just demand the soda. But anyway. We'll be right back in two minutes more with Rachel Feinstein. Tonight, tomorrow, two shows at Acme. Right back. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down 77 pounds, and in a couple of weeks, I'll do one more round to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did by attending the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It's on Monday, July 23rd at 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. That extra baggage melts away really fast, and one of the best parts is it's just so easy. I am never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods, too. That's important. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on July 23rd. Just call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. If you are a homeowner, you do not want to miss this free event. We are hosting a free seller workshop where we are going to teach you how to net between thirty dollars to $60,000 more on your home sale. Plus, we are going to share our proven systems that will instantly put the control back in your corner. Guarantee yourself the results you deserve when it comes time to sell your house. Our exclusive workshop will be sold out shortly, so call now to secure your free ticket by calling 763-401-SOLD or by visiting sellerworkshop.com. This free seller workshop will be held the week of August 6th. The last workshop sold out very fast, so hurry and call Chris Lindahl Real Estate today to save your free ticket. So call now, 763-401-SOLD, or visit sellerworkshop.com for times, locations, and to secure your free ticket. Okay, you know how it works. Uh, I don't promote people that aren't the real deal or don't do the right thing. This is not a bare-bones situation at all. And the best part is it's free. And you're playing all my favorites, though. Maybelline. Why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline. Chuck Berry. Why can't you be true? Same high school. Yeah, you went to the same high school you did, didn't you? Many years apart, but same high school. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Do you know how he used to act when he used to show up, right? Yes. He was not a pleasant man. Really? He would walk in uh, with a woman on each arm. Oh, not his God. wife, either one of them, not his children. It's hard to believe. But he'd walk in with two women on his arm. He'd walk up and go, where's my money? they go, what? I want my money before I take the stage. They said, well, we don't have $10,000 in cash. He goes, $10,000? I, I said $20,000. Oh. So they had to go to the bank and get twenty grand in cash or he wouldn't go on stage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is kind of a, I can't say it. <laughs> A blank move. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, Chuck was not a very pleasant guy. He just wasn't. A hell of a talent, though. He's very, very talented, but it is what it is. I just, uh, we just found out something great about Rachel's life. That yeah. That's your, your, is it your fiancé, yeah. right? Is a firefighter. He is. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And and when he comes on the road with me, and I was just telling them, when he, they love the fires. So when he, he gets upset when he misses a fire. So he has a little app on his phone where he tracks all the fires in New York. And he's like, babe, I just missed a beautiful job. Look at this job. <laughs> Gorgeous fire. Fire on all floors. Private dwelling. Private oh, I could have dwelling. knocked through some good walls here. Because uh, they like to bang that. They like to take that. It's oh, called yeah. the jaws of place. Have a... Bang up the walls. Yeah. Uh, college roommate who's a he just retired as a fireman. He said the last thing you want is us in your house. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, said, they don't. demolish everything. He says don't. Oh. He said now if you want a new kitchen, yeah, we're the yeah. guys that bring in because he said. <laughs> Start a grease fire and we'll knock down everything yeah. for you. They're not trying to save the When we were first dating, I was locked. I locked myself in my house because my um my apartment because my doorknob wasn't working, and I kept asking him to fix it for me, which I know I could have done myself, but I don't like to do things like that. And yeah. anyway, so I called him up and I'm like, I I locked myself in. The doorknob fell off, and I was supposed to do some show at Sirius, and uh, he's like, Don't worry, babe. I'll send some guys over. They'll be right over. And uh, <laughs> in, in three minutes, there was like four <laughs> aggressively men. Yeah. Um, Impressively hot firemen. Like one of them looked like JFK Jr. I missed them so much. When they left, I was like aching. Like I'm like I'm not done with this at all. But they brought like an axe and they axed through my my door and um 
I called the super because I had tried it before he hadn't picked up. And he's like, what are you doing? He's always screaming at me, the super, but he calls me princess in the middle oh. of the me. He's like, what's wrong with your princess? <laughs> and I, I'm like, well, I don't know. It's locked inside. He goes, those guys are demolishes. They demolish everything in sight. Do they care about this building? I'm like, sir, they are American heroes. That's right. How dare you? So is your fiance Italian? He's, um, no, he's half Irish, half Colombian. I mean, he grew up in Brooklyn. He doesn't speak Spanish, you know, yeah. but he's... So it was either Irish or Italian, though. They have yeah. to be, to qualify, you have to be either Irish or Italian to be a firefighter. He's Peter Brennan, and he's got a bunch of Brennan firemen before <laughs> there him. There you yeah. go. There's a bunch of Brennan firemen. That, yeah. It's phenomenal. So he was not involved in, in... No, he came on after 9-11. Good. Yeah, he yeah. came on after 9-11. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's, um, it's kind of, they're kind of like comics in a way, firemen, because oh, yeah. they, they, they have this weird place they live a couple nights a week just kind of like we have our tables and we all huddle around together and then normal people walk up to the table and they we call them like civilians or whatever you know right. what i mean yeah. like yeah, no, it's I, kind exactly. of the same thing this like weird insular world they live in this dumb house together i mean it can't be good to have these men alone no. in this house no. for that many hours they don't get like smarter there for sure. <laughs> well they but, don't let them drink anymore either back in the old i know days. they used to go in and like he they would be like his <laughs> uncle would be like yeah we used to be able to grab a cold beer out of the fridge when it came into a fire i'm like it's probably better that you don't do that anymore okay <laughs> Probably right. better that you don't drink at the fire. Yeah, they would yeah. be like wildly drunk fighting <laughs> fires in the seventies, just hammered. Does he like? Does he like shows like Chicago Fire? Does he like TV shows about? No, fire? I mean he like he says so, they're, they're ridiculous. They're you ridiculous. know, he's like people will be talking as they're going in the fire, like they'll be right. chatting as if you could ever do that. So? You know, you can't even see. He's like you don't have visibility to like. Right. Yeah, but they're having like a like just a wacky chat about the weekend as they're strolling yeah, in a fire. I, know, I think he thinks it's kind of silly, but you know, he doesn't get offended by it. He just thinks it's kind of hysterical. But in the beginning, when we first started dating, um, I remember, like, I asked him, I was like, can you ever bring me in a fire? Knowing this was, like, the dumbest thing I'd ever (laughs) asked out loud. I just wanted to ask it. You know when you know this is a completely unacceptable, (laughs) foolish, foolish question. I'm like, can you bring me in a fire sometime? And he was like, sure. Like, he just said, okay. You know, (laughs) we hadn't slept together yet, so that might have been part of why he was like, absolutely, whatever you need. Come on. And he was like, yeah, I'm sure we could work something out or whatever. (laughs) And then he kept saying that, so I told everybody, I'm like, yeah, he's going to bring me in a fire. They're like, no, no, there's no way. (laughs) Legally, he obviously can't bring you anywhere near a fire. But I'm like, sure, sure. He can maybe do a ride along, maybe. (laughs) Right? Maybe? I mean, mean, they've let me ride in the rig before. Oh, they have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they have? I spent a lot of time in firehouses now half my life is just like being a firewife and then i do stand up yeah so firewife and (laughs) stand up yeah i go to these dances like these firemen dinner dances and stuff and yeah it's a softball games against the police all that stuff exactly oh yeah Yeah. it's phenomenal yeah he's always like they'll they'll, sometimes people thank him and they'll be like uh you know you know what they say new york finest he's like it's bravest like they don't want to be mixed up with the police (laughs) (laughs) he's like no 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 we're the bravest it's like they they got a little beef there it's kind of fun oh yeah they play hockey against each other it's always a brawl really and the the cops there's there's always a brawl at some point during the game i wouldn't want to be the person breaking up that fight yeah my neighborhood where i grew up uh, I would guess half the guys became firefighters. They just they, really wait. Where did you grow up? In North Minneapolis, oh, right, okay. right up here. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. It's a pretty urban neighborhood. You know what yeah. I mean? But they, it just there was kind of a natural thing. But those guys, being in a different generation than you, those guys could drink, man. Oh yeah. Woo! It was unbelievable. It's like you can really drink that much and still breathe. Oh yeah, I mean, seriously. He he. When he started, when he started, I think he would go out for more wild nights. But now, when you climb the ranks, you can't be that drunken right, moron right. because they, you're their you're their boss. <laughs> so now he doesn't drink like that. But there are guys on the force where it's like, I saw one of his buddies. Every time I see him, he's kind of slowly falling, just falling forward. <laughs> and then he's one of those guys. Whenever you see him during the day, he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry." Like he just has to constantly apologize because he knows he's he's done like some unspeakable thing the night right. before. He's like, "Hey, whatever I did the other night." And I'm like, well, you softly kind of face raked me in front of your wife and then fell over. Well. But uh, he had like a full roll of toilet paper just falling out the back of his pants. And they're all just like, yeah, what are you going to do? You know? But, uh, oh, that's now they, so he's the guy that's going to rescue you. Uh, I'm not sure if that instills confidence. Exactly. And now since he's a boss, he can't he can't be like a young moron anymore. You know? Makes sense. But I think he grew, he grew out of those days. But it's funny because like. Because like, I'll watch him. They salute him sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we went to some fireman dinner dance, and 
And I told everybody, like, we, he's, everybody is congratulating us and getting engaged. And I kept telling everybody that he said I had to lose 25 pounds for the wedding just to, just to like, see what people would say, you know? And I'm like, yeah, he says I have to lose 25 pounds. Like, do you think I can do it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, kind of, I'm thinking everybody's going to, like, laugh or, you know, or maybe, like, I'm half fishing for a compliment yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> Whatever. This one guy was like, listen, he's like, whatever, you know, he says, and I respect the rank personally. I like a bigger woman. Like, I like a thicker woman. <laughs> he's like, personally, I like hips. That's my so, thing, but I got to respect the rank. Right over oh, there. The and then so he, he shared like a Weight Watchers app, and he's like, this has helped me. You know, I like your body. Like, hmm. not at all how I thought this joke was going to land. Well, you can let him know he missed a tragic fire a couple of days ago. Really? Yeah. What? And it was over in bordering, just a bordering touch of Wisconsin. Oh. Oh, it, it was touched off by a worker who blew up half a block. Oh, my God. That's no. not good. That's not wow. Good. By the way, Rachel, JB's not drunk. He's just tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He looks, you do look a little hammered. Yeah. Yeah. He missed, missed his <laughs> fire. One eye's closed. I thought he was lit. Yeah, you did. It was in, no, it was it was in Wisconsin. Some some worker, some hit, unnamed town. I I can't rem, remember which town, but uh, the, there was Google. a firefighter was killed. Oh, oh, but oh, the, really? the firefighter. Oh, yeah, here we go. Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Sun Prairie, a oh, Madison no. suburb. He, uh, I think, terrible. the fireman that was killed wasn't there fighting a fire. He owned oh. a bar oh, in, that that. Neighbor, oh, in that neighborhood. God. I did hear about that. A Here's gas a leak oh, in downtown God. Sun Prairie it blew up Tuesday the evening. No, it blew up half the block. Well, half the block. Wow. It, yeah. leveled, it leveled at least two buildings. Man. It's quite and the gas see, leak. Don't be, well, let's move on. Yeah, she's getting married hear. to this guy. <laughs> she's getting married. She, she didn't want to hear well, that kind yeah, of Yeah, but the guy was just running a bar. Like I said, he wasn't. Put, trying to put well he probably was trying at that point but workers for a private contractor punctured a four inch gas main oh, and then just like god. left it oh god mm. well that's what happened at minnehaha academy too yeah his workers Basically. just punctured a gas yeah. main didn't even notice not a good oh plan god. actually blew up a school Okay, I moving on to other things with a firefighter's wife and Construction the workers <laughs> need to be held more accountable for what they do, I think. Well, that's true. Because it seems like more and more construction workers are, like, breaking something and then no one cares because they're like, oh, well, that happens. It's construction, you know. They but, actually do have that attitude, don't they? They sure do. I don't know yeah. why that is. It makes no sense to me whatsoever, but No one can afford is a supervisor anymore. In my family, we had a lot of cops and a lot mm -hmm. of... Criminals. Step, really? Trip. My my mother's. So your husband doesn't have any criminals in his family? Uh, not that I know. It's of. very unusual. Yeah. You'll, find, there's, you'll find all about that somewhere. after the wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> or, or after yeah, the right. There's a few criminals in it. Yeah. See, you would love this because when I was a little boy, mm. we, we'd come over for Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner or something like that, and my mother would go, "Okay, go in the pantry." And I finally found out that all the cops and all the criminals had to put their guns in the pantry, and then she'd lock the pantry. Really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. Banned guns on I love that premises. the mom runs the family, too, oh, no matter what. Because, like, you know, they talk so Ooh. much trash, but then they're like, she's like, you know where your guns go. I just gave her an accent. I have no idea if that's how she speaks. <laughs> no, I did. It, except her voice kind of sounded like this. <laughs> she did. She had a voice like this. She was a talk. baller. Tom, what are you doing? Don't do that anymore. Well, yeah. But yeah, her family was like half cops and half criminals. It was really weird. <laughs> That's amazing. But I, you know, that ha I have a very good friend who used to be a, uh, the chief of police, and his brother was in prison the whole time he's chief of police. It's pretty common, I guess. No, For cops, of, not so much fun. Right, a lot right. of cops become cops because they personally have been... Just On the other side. Inconvenienced by crime in the past. I suppose that's true, So they're yeah. like, yeah. I would think it's kind of like that boot camp. They, I have no information, by the way, as I'm going into this sentence. I'm already regretting it. But <laughs> I would think it's kind of like that boot camp where they scream in kids' faces, which I personally oh, have never yeah. thought was like, oh, yeah, the yeah, good yeah. tactic. But, right. Oh, like um, but yeah, like people, people that are unruly scared go towards straight. that kind of yeah, scared, scared straight. straight. Right. Like, it's kind of like that's that very regimented. Like mm -hmm. now you're in control. You know, either you're completely out of control or you're in complete yeah. control. Like there are two choices or whatever. Sure. Yeah, me, I'm just like, I've never had that feeling of like needing to be like the one in charge. I'm like, I'm like second to last. I'm like good with that. Mm. Yeah. I've never been like, I need to be in charge and run stuff. I yeah. never, never had to go there because my dad scared us straight. 
Oh yeah, really? your dad. Your That's dad pretty much dad's a four. So Disco Inferno. Well, what did he do? Was it a look? What What would your dad do that you where you knew like all right? Most of the time it was a look. Every once in a while it was a fist. Sure. And sometimes it's the song Disco Inferno. Wait, he would play he, Disco he would just Inferno. Play the song? <laughs> That's the best. That I love it. Either a fist or Disco Inferno. <laughs> like there's an ocean between those two. A few oceans. We should mention, by the way, that JB's father. Entered battle when he was 14 years old. No way! Yeah. Oh my god! He was entered a gold battle? glove boxer up to that point, and uh-huh. then he That's so lied, cool. a, lied a, about his age with his parents' help to get into the army, fighting the Korean War. As if oh. they didn't know he was four. You can tell so if they're 14 high. versus 18. Was I mean, hey, black don't crack, like, man. They don't no, look old ever. Can I see a picture of this? It just sounds really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I even makes, have one. forces himself into the military at 14. Like, you know he was jacked. <laughs> That's true. Well, he was... I like to think he looked young for his age, and they were just like, whatever, fine. <laughs> You're what, eight? Sure. And he didn't even lie, right? They let him come in at 14? Or did he no, lie? No, he had you, to lie. You, know, you had to lie because you, oh, can, had to lie. you can get in at 16, 16 with yeah. your parents. Yeah. Uh, with your, your parents', parents consent okay. or whatever. Right, consent. So him and his parents lied about his age. 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. The double lie. <laughs> um, B, B kept them under control, though. They actually grew up together and knew each other from kindergarten all the way up. Got married at oh, 18. That's cool. JB's mother really? was phenomenal. Oh, I love those kinds of stories. Oh, JB's mother, B, was terrific. And she wore, you know, you picture a woman named B wearing a hat. She wore those hats. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she did. Remember that? She always wore those hats. That did like it match a her outfit? Was she funny? Huh? Was she funny? Yes. Yeah. She didn't drink. Only, she only drank and smoked when there was company. Uh huh. Really? I mean, a pack of cigarettes would last her almost two years. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty stale, by <laughs> yeah, year two. Kind of stale cigarettes, but we need to take a break here. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. Rachel's in studio tonight at Acme. Eight and ten thirty tomorrow night. Eight and ten thirty. Totally covered. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard, here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now, 651-748-4477, or visit them online at drivewithpriority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. He died the year after my Little Richard. I love Little Richard. It's all true. It's an extra $10,000. I used to love the fact that when he would appear on the Johnny Carson show and Don Rickles was on the same show, he'd call him Don Wrinkle. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Don Wrinkle. <laughs> I think he did it on purpose, but, you know, it all works out in the end. So, Rachel, things are good. We found out you're getting married. Congratulations. You're an upstanding citizen. Like a wife of myself. So do you You live in one of the boroughs? Or I live in Brooklyn, yeah. You live in Brooklyn. Yeah. See, that's totally different. Everybody lives different. in Brooklyn now. Nobody lives in Manhattan anymore. I, I mean, I lived in the Upper West Side and um, and just moved in with him. You know, I still miss the Upper West, though. I like it. It's yeah. all just like old Jews and families, and I find it oddly comforting. Yeah. You know, no hipsters. It's but, like 80s New York. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because yeah, we lived at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue for the Oh, that's year. a great area. Oh, I loved it. Oh, Absolutely that's a lovely loved. area. The 10th Avenue Deli was right that's a few blocks down. And mm-hmm. No, it was it was. It was terrific. Actually, my next door, our next door neighbor was Joan Jett, but I never saw her. I also saw her brother, but never her. She was that's never so there. funny. My friend was just telling me he was going to like her concert in New York this weekend. I think oh, yeah. It was this yeah. weekend or next weekend. I, yeah. She, I, not one time did I ever see her in her own apartment. Her brother was always there, but she was never there. Well, she's, she's probably, probably always on the road. Yeah. yeah or probably. she came in at 3 o'clock in the morning and didn't leave until 2. Kicked off her boots. That's <laughs> true. Oh, exactly. uh, yeah. We, we absolutely loved New York. Living in New York was great. Living in Manhattan. I remember I used to have, I used to be roommates with um, this comic, Sherrod Small. And uh, mm-hmm. Tony Rock, and we used to have a, uh, we would run up this bill at the deli, and, and, <laughs> and we would take we would take York Avenue, so we didn't have to walk past the deli, so the deli guy wouldn't ask us for a bill. You know, that's good. And then it would get weird; it would be like eighty, ninety, and then I'm like, I'm hungry in the morning, and I'm like, I can't go because I can't pay the deli bill. Yeah, and I was nannying at the time, so I'd go around the back, and then, but I, I, and then eventually we would pay it. But I loved that about New York; like that was crazy to me because in Bethesda, yeah. where I grew up, like you can't run a bill at a deli. You know, no. They would just kind of harangue no. you. They'd be like, come on, you know, whenever I pass, like, where's the money? But then, you know. I just realized that you're the one who bankrupted Carnegie. Way to go. <laughs> I used to love going to the Carnegie Deli. Oh, my God, I love that place. Oh, my God, their corned beef sandwich is amazing. It's hard to actually shit. stuff it in your face because it's so high. It's true. Yeah. It was very it's true. It's the best. But I love sitting at those picnic tables. Yeah. And you have to edit this part out. My parents, okay, my parents always ready. get on the phone together and ask me what I ate in every town. <laughs> <laughs> Was it go, any good? She's like, your mom's coming on the phone. Sweetheart, what, did you have any corned beef? Did they have corned beef there? Yeah. And they loved, they love Carnegie Deli. But they want to both get on the phone and hear if I had barbecue or a corned sure, beef sandwich. Sure, sure. Well, there's a place here called Mort's. Yeah. And they import Carnegie Deli corned beef. Yep. So if you want it, they, oh, we do have yeah. it. Yeah, that's good to know. Oh, Howie, Howie and Karen are going to be very excited. The first time I was ever in Carnegie Deli, I was sitting there at one of those long tables. And everybody just sits wherever. You know, you yeah. don't have your own table and stuff. And Henny Youngman walked in. No way. Oh, yeah, it was oh unbelievable. God. This is 1981, probably, something like that. Henny Youngman walks in, and one of the, one of the servers, she had very large breasts. The next part of the story she wa- he walks in and she and says, yeah, yeah. He, he, she walks up and he goes, well, how are you today, Mr. Youngman? He goes, honey, your tits are showing. <laughs> <laughs> he just threw it right at her. It's like, okay, well. It was, but it was kind of like old, it was like Bond a Woody Bill. Allen movie. Right, I mean, right, it really right, was. Right. It was like he was being doing a Woody it for the joke, yeah. Oh, God, it was wonderful. Yeah, that, so which deli did you stiff? Um, well, this was like a smaller deli. It wasn't the likes of Carnegie Deli. It was just kind of like the corner store, which they call, you know, oh, yeah, call yeah, the yeah, deli okay, in yeah. New York. But like, yep. yeah, I just run up a tab for whatever we needed. And then eventually we would, you know, wrangle the money together. But I just, it was almost loving how they would just scream at us until we finally brought it. <laughs> I thought I saw it as love. <laughs> hey, I received it. The only problem is, is that you live in New York and you make a lot of money and you're young. That's not a safe place to live i no. loved it but if you have money and a lot of time on your hands yeah not necessarily good no 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 way yeah there's a lot to blow and a lot of like i mean there's a lot to lose too you oh, know yeah. luckily i didn't have rich parents because if you come there with the rich parents with extra money to blow you could just yeah, yeah you can get messed up real fast one of my favorite the but. first time i was at just before we moved to new york i, I flew in to do some voiceover Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, look at you! <laughs> He's taking pictures. Are you sending this so to a firefighter? <laughs> it's not heinous. No, but you know, it's always the one where I'm lunging or making some jarring expression. So I was just, just I'll for those you of you at home, take... I'm just preparing here. I have to tell you, we for have... those of you boys overseas, thank you for your service. <laughs> yes, exactly. Make her look great. Okay, make her look great now, Andy. <laughs> Got to make her look great. I'm not sure if the lighting in here can make anybody look great, but but we have a friend. Her name is Sarah Osgard, mm-hmm. and she's a very attractive woman. But for some reason, she took a picture with her friend, and honest to God, she looks just like this. Yeah, she's got her. She's got the triple chin thing <laughs> going. She, like... does, she doesn't <laughs> yeah. have a fat neck, but for some reason, her head looks right. Back. <laughs> Always the one. And I'm sorry, but a lot of guys don't know, so they, they're just like, "What? What's wrong with it?" I'm oh, like, "No, God. that's an active disaster." <laughs> <laughs> it cannot be posted anywhere. Give me your camera. Yeah, like, and then I'm gonna have to frantically untag one on Facebook, and I'll see this awful angle later. <laughs> 
So you grew up in Bethesda, Maryland? I grew up in Bethesda, yeah. And then when did you move to New York? When I was 17, I moved with this guy and his band. I can't say the name of the band on um, air, but... Why not? Uh, it rhymes Is it the with, Beatles? It rhymes with Rip Sister. Okay. Oh, okay, yes. Okay. So anyway... Um, I moved with him and his band at 17. Really smart life choice. And, <laughs> yeah. He dumped me, like, almost as soon as we moved. Oh, yeah. And I had made oh. this big deal about moving to New York, and everybody Could gave me, like, that. a send-off party. Oh, and then no. I got dumped almost as soon as I arrived. And I wasn't expecting the dumping. Usually you can feel a dumping, like, yeah. kind of collecting, like, Why are you looking at me when you say yeah. that? Well, because I felt like I'm trying to look around the table. <laughs> I mean, he's completely ignoring me, but I feel like I'm... <laughs> It's our son Andy. But uh, I'm yeah, Andy getting your picture care. ready for the internet. Can I choose one in a little bit? <laughs> oh, okay, if it's you're on it, I trust you. you I'm, I'm not afraid of a filter, Andy. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> Create a lie. All the airbrushes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every All trick. that stuff. Um, uh. But wait, what was I answering? Sorry. Uh, you moved to New York. Yeah, oh yeah, and then he dumped me. I was eating a bagel. I didn't expect the dumping at all, and I was really enjoying that bagel. I always remember that bagel because he walked up. He's like, "Yeah, this isn't working out." I'm like, "I just got here. What well, do you can't dump I me know. now?" And then he kind of undumped me, but I had to find some place to live. I I moved in with this Bengali family that I met on the Greyhound. I'm not exaggerating any aspect of this story. Oh my god! I was crying over the guy. And the woman next to me, I'll never forget. She was like, don't ever cry over a man. You should never cry. It's not worth it. <laughs> and she was very sweet. She goes, you come to live with me. She goes, don't worry. Don't cry over some garbage man. Come with me. Like, we'll have oh, good life together. Oh, she so said, horrible. you come live with me. We will take yoga in the mornings. We will take marmalade. I remember how she said that. And I was like, yeah, I want to take yoga and take marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> take marmalade. She was like, we'll have nice life. Don't cry over this man, please. This is nonsense. And I did. I, I was like, oh, yes, I'm in. I want to take marmalade. I want to take yoga. And I moved in with her. And so I lived with her and her family. And I didn't have any friends in New York. so And I wasn't going to college because I was a terrible student. So I just took... Um, I would wear like a saris and I would just go to oh, their yeah. Bengali functions with them. And yeah, they're pretty good to me. And we next, took a lot of marmalade. Our next door neighbor <laughs> is from India. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great. When he built the house, he came mm-hmm. over and said, Tom, I got to tell you that I'm a very private person. I said, That's good because so am I. <laughs> he's been a phenomenal neighbor. Just a Aww. great neighbor. Yep, we just wave the cars. He made a lot <laughs> of money in electronics and he does very, very well. But he he opened a temple. He has what two temples in town? I think so. That he mm-hmm. built himself. So he, he Tom take Catherine come over to the the temple. We're going to just it's not open yet, but we're going to have a, a celebration. I said okay. We walk in. There's a bonfire going in the room. Mm. It's like, you're going to want to vent that. Uh, Madhu, you probably want to get some venting for that. Honestly, God, this is, remember that? This gigantic fire is burning. I'm like, what everywhere. You and there was no... No. No. Well, then all of a sudden no they bring in this gigantic, you know, the little things that kids crawl through? Those little... Sl- <laughs> You know, they're on this, you know, those tunnels. Right. All of a sudden, they bring in this gigantic tunnel-looking thing. And now we're going to vent this. It's like, maybe that should have been thought of before the fire. And you're an engineer, so this is a little scary. Yeah, he's an engineer. So you might want to consider that. But one of the great things was, so I'm meeting all these people from India that, mm-hmm. that he has over there. And one guy was talking to me. He was very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he realized who I was. Because not all people like me, I will tell you that, Rachel. Really? I didn't make enemies. It's hard to believe. No, I don't believe it. I don't buy it. But they, can, went... they can speak to my fists, but they'll keep going. <laughs> but honest to God, he goes, so yeah, this is a very nice stuff. Oh, that's you? <laughs> and he kind of just walked away. <laughs> Gee, well, thanks so much. I feel much better about myself now that you just oh, walked yeah. away. <laughs> right in the middle of the conversation. Oh, it's just... We're guests of the owner of this temple. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it should be nice to us. Built this. It's unbelievable that you would do something like oh that. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Are there, are there amazing people, though? People from India or... Where, Bangladesh, which, yeah, Bangladesh, which is like right yeah. near there, yeah. They're just wonderful people in general. They just kind of—they were so good to me. They just took me into their family, and I needed a family at that moment, clearly, and I needed some guidance, or I was just going to keep moving in with bands. But uh, (laughs) I mean, thank God for those lovely bands. And they would just—you know—we would just—we lived together like a family for a few years. How did you know her? I met her on the Greyhound bus. Oh, literally on the (laughs) bus. On the bus. That's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. She shared her bagel with me, and. 
I was crying. I was like trying to cry in the corner, you know, like breakup cry. And uh, <laughs> she asked me some questions. She told me to stop my nonsense, to come take some marmalade. I was absolutely into that offer. And that was it. Yeah. And we still keep in touch. Yeah. Now um, she, she lives in India and her daughters live in London. But we all just kind of, that was like my family for a while in New York. And That's I would fantastic. run, you know, around and sit and do open mics and all that. But I would come home to the Bengalis, to my nice warm Bengali home. Much, much warmer with the guy in his band who kept kind of taking me back. Back and then redumping me. But, oh God! Uh, yeah. The final many... dump took. I hate him. Yeah, he was not nice. <laughs> was he a lot older than you? He was. He was like seven years older than me. He was wait. It was it shouldn't. I don't think it was legal. Actually, now that I think about it, now that I'm doing the math. But um, <laughs> he, all these years he, later, <laughs> he emailed me like years later. Like he saw me on Last Comic Standing and he sent me this long email. Like I know I did dump you a lot of times. He didn't put it that way, but something to that effect. <laughs> He's like, I'm really sorry, and do you want to get coffee? No. No. No, no we don't on. want to get coffee. It was too many dumps. You know what you should do? You should have the firefighter beat the hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Yeah, all of a sudden, six burly firemen all show up at his door. All of a sudden, this guy just shows up and kicks his ass for him, and he doesn't know why. He has no we idea. We smell smoke. <laughs> and he just crashes place. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah, somebody called 911. Axes to the cupboards. I like it. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and you could walk in at the end and go, see what happens? The funny thing is, he's not jealous at all. My fiance is such a dumb word; it's really hard for me to say it without know, sounding know, completely obnoxious. But yep. I can't just say something French in the middle of a normal sentence. It's <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's not. Like I've been with jealous guys, but he's not. It's interesting. Like he just gets such a kick out of comedians, and he's such a good laugher. Yeah. So he just kind of loves the world. But I can come home at any weird, unacceptable hour, you know, and he's just. He gets a kick out of the life, which is nice. One of his buddies actually, like, left me this long message, uh, drunken message. One of his firemen that works for him or whatever. He got my number because when he was promoted to captain, he had to go up on the stage, and I needed somebody to sit with to watch the ceremony. So I was like, "Hey, here, my buddy Michael, sit with you." Just so you know, he's kind of a lunatic, but whatever. So they, later that night, I get a missed call at 4 a.m. and the message is like, "Hey, it's Mike." I'm going to steal you from Pete and convert to Junius. <laughs> <laughs> then, Ooh, that's a good point. He works in rescue, which they call going blue for rescue. You know, mm. He's like, I'm in rescue. We're going to have little blue babies. <laughs> Forget Pete. <laughs> He's so, like, we don't need Pete. We're going to make little blue babies. I love Jews. And then he just hung up. I love Jews. Okay. And I played Pete the message in the morning. I'm like, well, I got an interesting message for your buddy Mike. He's like, oh, Jesus, I'm sure he doesn't remember a word of that. And the funny thing is he probably will never mention it to him. You know what I mean? Really? Like, he, he just... I doubt it because he's probably just like, what are you going to do? This guy has, I'm sure, no recollection of even. want to give him crap, yeah. though. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. So the, 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 the nuptials. Yes. Are we going to go Jewish or what are we going to go Catholic? Um, no, or? Tom Papa, that comedian, is I marrying us. I love Tom us. Papa. Yeah. You know yeah. what? He mentioned that to me because Tom and I are good friends as well. Yes, I love Tom. I love Tom. He's one of the greatest guys. He he needs to get another TV show every yeah. six months. Yeah. I mean, Tom, no, I loved. As a matter of fact, Tom Papa, I get a call one day from Jim Gaffigan. Uh-huh. And, you know, he just calls me and goes, hey, I want to be on your, I want to be on your, uh, your afternoon show. I said, yeah, I'll go. absolutely. He goes, yeah, Tom Papa said he just, he, he loved being on there. I mean, that's, Tom Papa's just the nicest guy and in the world. And he wouldn't say that, Tom, because, you know, unless he really had a great time. That's a nice thing. He's the kind of guy well, you want to impress. Yeah. Because he's like, he's he, he really strikes that balance of being like a an absolute gentleman and funny at the same time. Oh, that's why I know he's going to do a good job with the wedding. Like, he won't be, yep, yep. he'll just be that, the right amount. Like, he'll sprinkle it with, like, a little filth, perhaps, but, you know, not <laughs> too much. Yeah, a little yeah, yeah, yeah. This hour went by way filth. too quickly. Why did this hour go by so fast? Because you're having fun. And so next time know, you're in I'm so town, happy here. Well, that's how it should I want to move in with you like the Bengalis. I want to start life together. <laughs> Well, if Pete we'll dumps have you, a different jam. Pete dumps <laughs> you, just you. give us a call. Rachel, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me. Tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30 at Acme, one of the greatest comedy uh, stores in the entire United States. Or the world, Well, let's probably. just say universe. Probably the world. Just universe, universe yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Tom Bernard.